0: Well, well,
1: time for another podcast. Let's do it. Yeah, we're going to talk about movies for a minute or two. Yeah, you got your Revelator coffee? You ready to go?
0: I really wish I had a cup of Revelator uh, I do coffee, too. actually. I'm, I do
1: too. I'm trying to wish and off. bring it to life.
0: It has been a long day, and nothing like a hot cup of Revelator coffee can uh, perk you up when you enter those afternoon doldrums. They are, of course, our sponsor. This is the Side Talks podcast, the official podcast podcast of the sidewalk film festival and sidewalk film center and cinema located there in downtown birmingham on the basement level of the posits building
1: i'm rachel morgan and by the way do, you, do y'all remember that bubba spark song i was gonna sing it but i have no ability what? to recall do you remember that that one bubba spark song no it was like ugly
0: but i was getting ugly
1: You don't remember that, Brad? Do you know what I'm talking about? I recognize the name Bubba Sparks. I don't remember. This new booty. No, it's the other one. It's called Ugly. Uh-oh. That's Ugly. The only song I know. Yeah, it's really, really terrible. I am baffled. Yeah.
0: By whatever led you to Bubba Sparks. <sighs>
1: I heard it on the way here, and I was like, oh. I haven't heard this one in a minute, and I also then recalled that I remember Timbaland being like. Okay, well, you know, Dre may have M&M, but I've got Bubba Sparks. And being like, "Oh, dude, that is not no. you know, I'm not a big M&M fan, but like, you th- if you think Bubba Sparks being in your back pocket is a throwdown at Dre, you've lost your damn mind. Yeah,
0: you may have an exclusive contract <laughs> with Coca Cola, but I have RC <laughs> Cola in my back pocket so. I mean,
1: it's worse than like Doctor Thunder, or something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Doctor like, Thunder. I can't remember how it went, but it is all he's like. I might be country, you know. Everything is him and the and the overalls. Anyway. I don't know. I'm just my mind was wandering to Bubba
0: Sparks. So who are you? I'm Corey Kraft. <laughs> uh, I have I I I don't even know what to say.
1: <laughs> oh, how do you follow anything about Bubba Sparks? We better just get to talking about movies.
0: But now it's getting ugly. What's What's this shit?
1: Here we are. Here we are. I'm about to throw a film at you. I'm gonna describe a scene. I'm not going to try it. I'm going to try to keep it as obscure as I possibly can. And you're going to try to guess it. And you have the brain for this. You will. What do you think Corey's, Brad, what do you think Corey's success rate here is? What, 80%? I'd say 80 to 90, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I throw out some, some pretty crazy shit. And most of the time you're getting it before we get to an actor. So I appreciate that. <laughs> but this one we may not. This one we may not.
0: All right. Throw it at me. So
1: it's not that old of a film. It's not, I'm gonna leave it at that it's not that old of a film okay and I actually had to kind of the only scenes I could find because you know I'm no longer at the cardio cinema in the same way I'm at the gym but sometimes but I'm not in the same way in the cardio cinema so I'm just kind of randomly looking for stuff yeah. you know what I mean yep and so this one I found in a really odd way and I I uh, the scenes I could find were short. So I'm going to try to start describing the first scene. I don't know where it comes in the film. All right. And you tell me if you get it. If not, then I might. I'll throw another one at you. Okay. In this particular scene, I'm going also today from just pure memory, no notes. Because I really did watch this one on my way here, basically. So it's a, it's a family dinner kind of situation, even though it's daylight outside, it looks like. So they're all around a table. And there's actually some very familiar faces at this table. And uh, the gentleman who's talking is... Obviously, been somewhere else for a while. I'll just put it that way. And at one point, the the younger son, sort of teenage kind of character across the table, points to the woman next to him. The young woman next to him is also teenage age and goes, so that's my cousin? And then this actor, this protagonist, clearly in the scene and and in the film, I know – Goes with the weirdest voice ever. Is like, oh, you gonna get into a uh, uh, Ivy League school, college? You're really smart, aren't you? What? Yeah, and does this like kind of wacky voice that's really off-putting. Okay. And then somebody says, somebody tries to break that ice and says this, the sort of matriarch at the table, who, by the way, is not married to our protagonist here. Okay, she's clearly a relative, but not married. Tries to break the ice by saying to the young teenage woman, well, you know, do you want to go to college? Where do you want to go to college? And the young woman replies, fuck no. And then our protagonist laughs. Hmm. Do you have any idea what this is?
0: This sounds really familiar, but no.
1: So I'm going to, before I tell you who's in the scene. Okay. Because I think you might get it based on that, which would be fair at this point. But I'm going to tell you about another scene. Okay. I see, I've okay. seen in the film. Where two characters are on a bus. And nothing about this this scene feels believable, by the way. It feels like there's a there's a bus set parked on a back lot somewhere. That's what it vibes. And the character sitting next to a stranger and turns to the stranger and says something like, "Can I talk? Can I ask you a question? Can I talk to you for a second?" And the guy's like, "Oh, I guess." And then he holds up a Bible and goes, "Have, have you heard the word? Or have you been saved? You know, some some sort of propagandish kind of thing like that." And the kid who he's talking to is kind of taken back. And then our protagonist goes. Same protagonist, of course. He goes, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I actually just got out of prison. I was in there for a while, and oh, but I'm, shit. you know, I'm not going to kill you or anything. I'm not going to strangle you. I mean, that's I'm done with that. And that okay. is the other scene.
0: I have seen this movie, but I I don't know who. I can't picture this, but okay. this sounds familiar.
1: Let me fill in some blanks. Okay. The dinner scene has a very famous actor in it. Two, a couple of very famous actors, but one of which is the amazing, only maybe not so much of this film, Laura Dern.
0: Laura Dern. Um, Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus.
1: And our protagonist is somebody we talked about in a recent episode. And that is it is Woody Harrelson.
0: Yeah. Okay. So is this is that movie Wilson?
1: This is that movie Wilson. Okay. So you got it. I'm going to give you credit only because it's not like Woody Harrelson is, you know. I thought uh, that that's
0: what this was based on that second yeah, clip. Yeah. But I was like, this is such an obscure movie. I don't think Rachel's going to throw this at me. This but sounds like, terrible. It's not it. very good. So, I, you know, it's based on a graphic novel by Daniel Klaus, the the creator of Ghost World. So it's playing in like Ghost World vibes, and I that, wish
1: it was playing in those vibes. I mean, it's, it's obviously uh, it's not missing successful. the mark. Yeah,
0: um, in that it's trying to do like awkward and uncomfortable humor um, oh, it's with that. sort of socially maladjusted characters, but it's too broad. It's much broader than Ghost World, um, and it, it, it doesn't quite work. I watched this movie, I so. Due to uh, flight delays, I spent one extremely oh long night in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. That's
1: where you watch this film. And I was
0: so stubborn. I was like, I'm not going to leave this airport and get a hotel room or some shit. I'll just camp out in this airport overnight. And watch
1: Wilson? And I sat Jesus. in a Dunkin'
0: Donuts like little table area in the airport and i watched like six movies in a row and wilson was one of them and that movie where katherine heigl is like crazy and tries to kill rosario dawson was another what one is of them that? oh i forget i think that it's called like terrible. unforgettable it's got oh, some yeah, title like that. that it's got some title like that um and anyway uh I'll, did you
1: eat donuts I'll,
0: no I drank iced coffee all oh, night and watched like The Boss Baby and Wilson and God. Unforgettable what and just terrible, some of the trashiest, a
1: terribly dark night.
0: Oh, it was it was awful, and it was it was some of the trashiest 2017 cinema uh, that you can imagine. Yeah. Um. So th- that's why I don't remember much of Wilson because I was delirious and half asleep. Yeah. When I watched it. Um, at like 4 a.m. at the Dallas Fort Worth Airport, but the good news is I made it home eventually.
1: Well, congratulations and uh, congratulations on getting through this one. I feel like you got this one. You did.
0: I'll take I'll take it.
1: Take the win because this thing was a loss.
0: <laughs> and now a look at what we're watching this week.
1: So. I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way, Corey. Uh-huh. What we're watching. That's the segment, right? That is and the And we segment. talk about what we're watching. And I, I'm i going to let you know, I really haven't seen that much lately. Uh, shame to say. But I did watch an episode or two. I was in a hotel room recently, and I watched episode or two of 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what that is?
0: I... Don't
1: okay. So ninety day fiance is the is the sh- I think the show title is pretty descriptive there. It's people who marry somebody to try to you know m- figure out if they're going to make it work within ninety days because they've got to get over to this to these states. Sure, but usually. what is
0: the pillow talk?
1: Well, that's the spin-off. best part. The pillow talk is former couples who've been on ninety day fiance sit in a bed and watch the new couples and give commentary.
0: Oh lord, it's a snake eating itself. <laughs>
1: I mean, that commentary tends to be something along the lines of, take the pill, you know, about Viagra.
0: Uh, oh, that pill? <laughs> that gets
1: yelled at a lot. The not, screen gets not, yelled
0: Not like birth control? Like, no, you know, okay. no. Well, that's,
1: it's the blue pill Hopefully or that goes without that saying. That gets yelled at a lot. And you also hear a lot of like, what are you doing, bitch? You know, there's a lot of sort of like, <laughs> this bitching will show up. You know, that kind of thing. Um, which makes it somehow more enjoyable. I'm not really sure why, but I've seen both. I've seen sort of just... 90 Day Fiance and night Day Fiance pillow talk, and I'm not an expert at this or anything. I mean, I've probably all in all seen maybe 10 episodes over my lifetime, but the pillow talk is better. I'm here to t- I'm here to tell you. I'm going to go on the record. So let me tell you what I saw in, in these couple of episodes. One of which was a uh, I don't know, I guess can't say really say young man, a middle aged man, uh, still pretty young though I guess um, who. Refuses to take his cap off. So I don't know what's going on under there, but he mm. won't take the cap off ever. Who's mm-hmm. met a lovely Brazilian woman.
0: <laughs> Match made in heaven already.
1: Um, who is, you know, I'm going to break you in two. You know, there's a lot of sort of like very strange Brazilian sex talk that he doesn't really know how to take because he's, you know, a dude who won't take a cap off. And let me tell you something else about this guy.
0: Uh huh.
1: As a highlight from Pillow Talk from 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk so he shows up to meet her she meets him at the airport and it is it is about fish out of water as it gets I mean just a shot of her you know long nails and her 10 feet tall you know body merging with his little short baseball cap head is worth seeing this thing but once they get back to her home he presents her with a couple of gifts Mm. which one of which is an electric toothbrush (gasps) with a bow on it (laughs) And the other is, stop the presses, a fucking pregnancy test. What? <laughs> Which is his, she's like, she's taken back to like what is happening. It is his way of declaring that he's serious and would like to have a child with her. <laughs> Which somehow makes it worse. When you thought the pregnancy test was icky for any number of reasons or places you could go to, this makes it so much worse.
0: Yeah. You- do men just not know <laughs> how to talk to women?
1: Oh, I guess Or is not. it just
0: these men
1: here's a, here's who are a, put on
0: television to hello, be made sport of?
1: Hot, and I'm putting this in quotes, Brazilian lady. Here's a pregnancy test. Um, they do make out. She asks him to take the hat off. He says no. Yeah. Wow. it's It goes really awry. And at one point, they get into an argument because she's jealous because he's tipped the server. What? He tips the server which you know apparently no tipping in Brazil right i mean i but okay. that's apparently a you know a reason for her to be treja loose. and so when they get into the elevator to leave this this building the restaurants in she turns to him and says and please, everybody forgive me or cancel me fine for this accent you will do what i tell you to when i tell you <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Which is another favorite moment. I acknowledge this is like that thing you said where you can't really get mad about cultural appreciation because the accent's so bad. Right, right, right. Same here. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's lots of folks who are trying to get married off who aren't as is memorable. You know, lots of and again, uh, we love our audience that, that plays D and D. We love our audience that goes to Dragon Con. We love our audience that loves anime, but boy, oh, boy, are y'all highly represented on Ninety Day Fiance. I'm just gonna let you know. I'm just gonna let you know. Warning, <laughs> highly represented. Um, and yeah, and then there the other memorable guy is kind of a, seems like a sweet. Really, actually, seems like a very sweet guy. He's uh, he's a, he's you know not much taller than me. He's you know or excuse me, he's not much shorter than me. Let me say that. And I'm am a short person. We'll um, be short person, Corey. But he's about four two. Okay. <clears throat> He's coming in about 42 and he's a firefighter at 42. Um but yeah, he's never he's about 40 and he's never had a girlfriend oh. and and well, that's not going it's not going well for him. He's at the airport and it's not going well. <sighs> anyway, wow. what have you been watching? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's it, it's the bottom I don't of the even barrel. know what to say. What can you say? Uh, I'll come back with some more. I mean, I feel like I, I feel like there's more I can say about 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk, but uh, I've I've taken my time today. So, what have you been watching?
0: Well, I've seen some recent stuff. Um, I caught up with The Lost City. I don't know if yeah. I've mentioned that. Yeah, you um, haven't. I, I I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah, good. It's good. Chan Tatum, Sandra Bullock, uh, having a good time in the jungle there.
1: Brad Pitt in it very briefly but very, in a briefly. very funny i mean he i'm giving it you know normally i'm i'm anti brad pitt just because he annoys me but mm. i mean listen if you've ever listened to commentary to fight club because i have yeah right, strangely I, yeah he kind of agrees with me he annoys himself he's kind of like <laughs> i don't y'all he's like i don't think i'm that handsome or that interesting so he agrees with me he's annoying okay but he's kind of funny in this yeah pretty, that's a pretty funny. funny little interlude
0: um, and I saw, uh, Morbius starring Jared Leto, uh, one of the worst movies of the year so far, oh, if you can shit. believe it, um, really, really bad. But the movie I want to focus on for a moment is a movie that by the time you hear this may still be playing at the sidewalk yeah. cinema, everything, everywhere, all at once. The latest film from Daniels. Um, with a, the, the directing duo that includes, uh, Birmingham native Daniel Scheinert, um, and his partner, Daniel Kwan, um, Scheinert, uh, also directed by himself, uh, the death of Dick Long, which not only played at the cinema, but we played it at the festival a and couple it was years back
1: shot here in Birmingham, shot in Bessama, in Birmingham
0: Alabama. with a lot of local folks, a lot of friends. Um, everything everywhere all at once is more along the lines of their debut feature, Swiss army man, um, lightly surreal kind of maximalist and bonkers, um, comedy. Uh, this time it mixes that sort of maximalist comedy with science fiction. And I got to tell you this. I love this movie. I freaking love this movie. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, Michelle Yeoh is the lead. She plays a beleaguered uh, woman um, whose family runs a laundromat. They live in kind of a crappy apartment above it. Um, She's kind of had these dreams throughout her life that have been thwarted by the everyday circumstances of uh, her life. And she is being audited by the IRS.
1: Oof, been there, uh, done if, that. Yeah, Both of real, us have.
0: For real. Um but our auditors were not played by a rather demonic Jamie Lee Curtis, um, oh, who is giving though. absolutely no, um, no quarter uh, to this family. Anyway, um, multiverse-spanning shenanigans ensue. Uh, it is a difficult movie to explain in a basic plot summary, so I'm not even going to try. But, but the. Um, the science fiction conceit is that Michelle Yeoh's character is is gifted the ability to tap into the abilities of alternate versions of herself um and can learn, you know, by tapping into their abilities, kung fu for instance, so she can fight um yeah. other multiverse agents um and a dark force that threatens to consume all of existence. Um, This thing, it gives me the same vibes that I had when I saw being John Malkovich for the first time, when I saw The Matrix for the first time. Um, It is inventive and dazzling in ways that contemporary cinema often is not. Even if the swings that this movie takes don't work for you. I think you have to admire the fact that it is taking such big swings. Because ambitious, yes. It is, it is wildly ambitious, very funny, um, a perfect starring role for Michelle Yeoh, who rules. The supporting cast is excellent. Her husband, played by Ki Hoi, uh, I think it's Ki Hoi Kwan. I don't want to get that. I don't want to fuck that up. I, I'm sorry. I don't have the cast list in That's front That's okay.
1: Of me. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed just by your efforts here, but the,
0: but he is now in his fifties. But you will yeah. remember him from his work as a child star as Short Round in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, oh, yeah, and as Data in the Goonies. Oh, very, cool. which is you know the two childhood favorites of mine. And now he's returned to acting as an older man, um, and he rules in this That's movie. Great. He's so good. Um, playing off of Michelle Yeoh. The great James Hong is in this, all of, you know, in his 90s and still as is, is awesome as ever. Uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis is I mean, in this, of course, I mean, you've got Jamie
1: well. Lee, you
0: know. Um, what can you say? The action is cool. The sci-fi concepts are cool. And this thing comes together really, really beautifully um, with this. I mean, you know, I don't want to spoil the central metaphor, but it's going to be pretty apparent and um you know, I, I think it's, it, it's just one of those perfect movies for right now. So hats off to Daniel's, especially local boy, Daniel Scheinert, uh, who's been to Sidewalk, Sidewalk alum, uh, who speaks very fondly of us in many of the interviews that he gives. Um, well, not only has he you know, done good, uh, he's made my favorite movie of the year so far. Wow! With this and it—it's amazing. Wow. I love that's, that's it. That's a lot. Um, I'm very <laughs> curious yeah. to hear what you yeah. think about it one of these days. I hope you can catch up with it soon. I'm looking and I hope forward that to seeing it. If you're listening this, to this and you haven't seen it yet, uh, and you care about the state of cinema, this would be a movie that may restore some of your faith in this art form because it's been at a low point lately. I don't know about you, but like. All that shit that happened with the Academy Awards a couple weeks ago made me think, like, geez, I mean, are we just, is is this just all over? Are we, are we just like going through the motions? And is cinema even like worth anything? That's what you
1: feel because somebody slapped somebody at the Academy Awards? Because,
0: because like the whole pageant was just so. Demoralizing and so dismissive. But that's why we
1: don't. That's why I don't think we should ever let let the Academy lead us, right? No, they, it's not even about not...
0: leadership. It's about like they nominated the nominees. Honestly, were pretty good, and that whole show was just like, yeah, but you don't care about that bullshit, do you? Here's but Tony this, Hawk. They're
1: always they're it's all they're always the shit end of a stick. You yeah, know? Well, like I mean
0: th-
1: that. This year so you're saying to me and and look this is no offense to Daniel Daniel's a friend of mine yeah. so I know if he's listening he'll forgive me for this but like are you telling me that Daniel's the Daniel's film is better than the Power of the
0: Dog No I probably wouldn't say that but I'd say it is akin um, I mean, it's a very different type of movie, though, right? Like, but you just
1: said, it's your favorite film of the year. I'm just curious, Campion, and then you, and you want to try to throw, you know. I mean, look, you again, you use the Academy when it works for you, and you throw them under the bus. Yeah, when yeah, it yeah. Doesn't. I know, but I know,
0: I know. I do that. I have a tendency to do that. That's, I'm just that's curious
1: because I'm not going to let, you but know. like
0: you know, Campion style of cinema, which is very, you know, subdued, right? I'll which is very subtle. Which is you know, dialed patient. back. Yeah. That is a dying breed of movie-making.
1: Is it, though? It is. This is a bigger argument, I will, I, I will
0: argue that. I think that that's this a dying a breed. Argu- as much no. as I love that movie, I don't think that that's emblematic of anything except somebody finally let Jane Campion make a movie for the first time in 13 years or whatever, and she hit it out of the park. because of so course you're, she did, because So she's Kelly Reichert's work, just flush it down the toilet. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I, I guess what I'm saying is that this movie... Is one of those great, big, ambitious swings yeah. from that seemingly come from out of the blue okay. that remind you that when this shit connects and takes a big swing that works, there's nothing like it. Okay. And I don't know, maybe maybe just you know all the Will Smith shit and like just the deadening conversation around the power of the dog and Coda and all of the Best Picture winners, which are you know I'm sure ideologically insufficient for for everybody in one manner or another. All that you know, all, it's not the films themselves; it's the chatter, the chatter, the chatter, the chatter. And it's good to see a movie that just cuts through the bullshit and is like. I don't care what anybody thinks about me. Here is a vision that is distinguishable from, you know, so much other cookie cutter studio crap out there right now that it's truly something new and something special. And, you know, I just, you know, again, maybe this is hyperbole because I felt this way about yeah. plenty of other movies last year. I was going to say,
1: I mean, Licorice Pizza is a pretty big swing, isn't it?
0: And, and The French Dispatch and West Side Story and any number of other movies that I love. Drive My Car, The Worst Person in the World. All great movies. Um, I think maybe this is the first capital G great movie of the year. And maybe that's why I'm feeling okay. so so hyped for it. I don't know. All right, I love it. And well, it, I
1: need to see it before we continue this conversation. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm a little surprised to hear this.
0: Well, and and I'm I'm surprised to say it because, and again, if you're listening, sorry. Um, you know, Swiss Army Man was a movie I liked. I didn't love it. You know, a lot of people loved with the capital. I know. i just. We Swiss are Army in the Man. same
1: year as Zola. You know. I mean, no, no,
0: that was two thousand year twenty twenty one. You know, we've moved on. Calendars flipped. Zola came out. You know, last summer. So. Okay. First capital G great movie of 2022.
1: It was close. It's close enough in the rear view that I don't think filmmaking is dead. Maybe I'm, maybe
0: I'm just depressed. All right. <laughs> so, all right. We'll know. continue
1: this conversation later. I'm just I'm just a little surprised. I'm
0: surprised. Yeah. You know, great movie, though. It made me feel good, good. about the art form um, after feeling bad about it. Maybe for I don't know, maybe a couple days. <laughs> Let's be okay. honest. How, right. how depressed really am I about the state of Corey got depressed I about find- the
1: Oscars and now thinks Daniel Scheiner saved the world?
0: I do. Thank you, Daniel Shiner. Thank you for saving the world and all possible worlds. Thanks to the multiverse. See what I did there? Tied the it into the movie. Um, anyway, that's what I've been watching. Huh.
1: So, hey, Corey. Speaking of everything, everywhere, all the time, have you gotten on the A24 merch site yet and ordered your hot dog fingers?
0: Not yet. I sure would like to. <laughs> They're
1: probably sold out now. Yeah,
0: probably. I'm, I'm,
1: A24 sends an email that's like, hey, we got hot dog fingers. And then click through and it's like, oh, we're gone. They're gone. Those $60 hot dog fingers are gone. Yeah. Sorry, A24. I
0: save my money for A24's like, occasional 4K Blu-ray releases. Oh, yeah.
1: See, I just I don't buy those, but I spend it all on hereditary sweatpants. But they've got the shot of her on fire down the leg. Oh, it's tight, pretty awesome. tight. Anyway, those are sold out, too, so don't try to go get those bitches. Oh, well. We're your own personal cinematic thin and crispy and deep dish. <sighs> this is not a comment about, like, yeah. body type or anything like that, because I'm not going to, you know, fight you for, for deep dish. But, you know, it's about a preference. What do you like? Are you Between
0: are, the two, I prefer thin and crispy. I like them both. I mean, I like them I like both, them too. Both. Look, don't get me wrong, Okay. You put a pizza in front of me. I'm not going to be like, mm, this isn't my preferred right, crust style. Right. I'm going to eat that pizza, um, but between the two, I like I like thin and crispy better. Um, but you know, again, it's a it's a slight preference. Let me right?
1: let me say this. This is a sizzling hot take. Uh-huh. I actually would rather have a thin and crispy or a deep dish. I want to go extreme, extreme yeah. with my pizza. I don't want a hand toss, y'all. I love a hand toss. I don't want to know. I, I love don't want to be toss. in the middle, bitch. Nah. I want a thin and crisp nah. or I want a deep D.
0: Um, is,
1: that go- is that a change to our change It might moment? be a change
0: to our D. <laughs> uh, oh,
1: we're really getting jacked up here on the outro
0: well since this is the um conclusion of this episode of the pizza cast i guess (laughs) i should tell you um as if you needed to know a lot of great new pizza places in birmingham
1: yeah i need to make the rounds you been to
0: pizza grace yet over near you
1: it's right by me though
0: delicious
1: oh pizza grace why don't y'all sponsor the side talks podcast
0: why don't I mean, even if you don't, if I can get Send another one of them pepperoni pizzas from you. Well, uh, and
1: by sponsor, I mean, we take gift cards.
0: We take Chloe, gift sh- cards.
1: Don't get mad. We take we do.
0: pizza. Um, hell, I'll, you know, and hey, heads up. Also, that gelato place next door. You guys want to throw us some gelato as well? I love that shit.
1: Well, speaking of body types, this is not doing me any damn favors having well, these places so close. Yeah,
0: obviously so, not me either. But um, delicious, both of that's them. How it be? Uh, so, thanks for listening to this episode of the well, Pizza Cast. Well,
1: hold on, hold on, don't not so quick. Uh-oh. I need Sam and Brad to weigh in. Thin and crispy or deep dish? Where y'all? What are y'all weighing on?
0: Dish. Oh really? You going deep with dish the dish? I'm going What's thin and crispy. Hell yeah, Sam,
1: Brad. You heard it from Sam. He's going with the D. I'm
0: going deep. Sam loves the D. <laughs> Sam loves a deep D.
1: Get the change jar out, Brad. We had to. It's been too long since we've jingle jangled in that change jar. <laughs> oh, this is a podcast. We'll see you later. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.